This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Usually the outcome is better than, I mean, it ends up being a, a creative mesh of both my idea and the person that helped me fulfill it. And it's better. And the husband that helped you approve it, who's like, yeah, it looks really good. I think that, yes. you know, that's pretty tight. He has an eye for detail. See what I'm saying? Unless he's going almond milk shopping. All and right, he, Mark, we're going to cut that And he will always get vanilla. We're going to cut that, Mark. And you're like, I just want unsweetened plain, please. And he's like, dude, I got it this time. And he will bring back sweetened vanilla every time. Hello, welcome back to Should They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo, and this is my co-host, Steve Green. AKA the Crypto King. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. What kind of cryptos are you Let's like scouting today? Go. What kind of uh are you getting corgis or giraffes or uh, you talking about my NFT moves? Talking no, about, I got yeah. whales, dummy. Oh wow, so, my bad. I'm so sorry. Yep, and dicks. Yeah. Yesterday yep. I was doing some crypto moves too. No, you're was getting no, some giggly goats. You there's no giggly goats. Those you, it there will be, and it's so under the radar that you don't even know about it. But if you did want cool, to know what more, it on? um that's just for the whales to know. Like it's a secret pre project that I'm doing. Oh, so nobody even wants to nobody no, the, wants no, anybody to know you about don't even it? know the investors are in and like it's huge volume you don't know anyway got it so if you want to know more about crypto you could check out our patreon patreon.com slash sticky which is actually where today's episode starts uh in our patreon we have not only we have a discord right in our patreon and it's a whole community of people which are really awesome shout out to our discord fam what, what? Um, and in that discord, there are many different channels and we do have a shit. They don't tell you channel specifically dedicated to, uh, the topics that we talk about and also open to topic suggestion. And they also get the episodes a day early in our Patreon. And there's a bonus episode of should they don't tell you called should they don't tell you after dark, where we talk about some more intimate things that they don't tell you about. Well, anyway, in the should they don't tell you channel, one of the topics suggested, and I believe it was from Chibi Sarah. I think, mm -hmm. I believe it was. Mm -hmm. If not, I'm sorry to whoever suggested it that I confused with Chibi Sarah, but I believe she requested that I do a topic on how I started my jewelry line. And, you know, I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, that is some shit they don't tell you because a lot of the ways that I've approached things that I wanted to do, I had no idea where to go first. And it would have been nice to have like some sort of direction. So I know not all of you are wanting to start a jewelry line, but maybe you've been interested in like, how do I start a business? Or I kind of have this thing and I want to, I want to start, I want to turn it into a business. Maybe it's a hobby or maybe you've always just wanted to be in a certain industry. Um, you know, whether it's a product based business or a, a goods and services thing, you just want to know. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the story of how I started this jewelry line, but I'll also try to relate it to like a general general business for people who aren't trying to start jewelry lines yeah i understand for all those out there who aren't who's like the minority like myself you know, the most of you are out there trying to start jewelry lines so fair i'll just you know I'll speak mostly to you but for the others feel free to listen um and i want to start by saying that there are so many different ways to get there to start any business um 
and this is just the particular route that I took, but uh, really when you start something, you should think about what your strengths and weaknesses are as a starting point. And so the way that you might get into something will vary based on what your particular strengths and weaknesses are. So if you didn't know, I have a jewelry line. It's called Kittens and Coffee. You can go to kittensandcoffee.com or you can follow us on Instagram, Kits and Cough. There's underscores underneath there. I'll put the links in the description. There's also a Facebook page, but I will admit I'm very bad at checking that. So don't expect responses. But I, I appreciate you, Facebook fam. Anyway, okay. So back in 2018, a company approached me about starting a business, a, a jewelry line. That's the easiest way to start a jewelry line, by the way, is ha having someone just approach you and it's say, a pretty hey, big, uh, help. you want to start a jewelry line? <laughs> um, and I was like, hell yeah, because just a little bit about my backstory, I used to make jewelry and like all throughout my childhood, I made uh, wiring jewelry and I, I got pretty intricate with the jewelry and it was always, um, then when I got into crystals, I used like crystal stones and I would make different designs using wire and stone and all kinds of different beads. designs and yeah, be glass beads. I would mix it. Um, and I would give them as gifts and people would be like, you should start a jewelry line. And I was like, that would take way too much time to make all of those necklaces. It took me like five hours a piece to do. This is what reminded me of my mom so much when I first got with you is you were making jewelry for your friends for Christmas. And yeah. Like just crafty stuff like that. Yeah, I always like make something for people for Christmas. Yeah. I don't care if you like it. That's what you're getting. Exactly. Okay? Um. So yeah, I'd always thought about starting a jewelry line, but I just never, I didn't know how, obviously. I was like, eh, that's too much, too much work to figure it out. So when this company approached me, I was like, Yes, I wanted to do this. And this particular company has had worked with other YouTubers. So they were essentially a merch company that specialized in jewelry that worked with YouTubers. So you could like you could tribute the creative, the designs, like if you have spe specific designs and they ask you a bunch of questions kind of like that resonates with who you are on YouTube, what your channel represents, you know, so if you have like uh, an astrology channel, maybe you'd have astrology jewelry or whatever. And for me, obviously, I have a lot of cats and they're very, they've been very involved in my YouTube channel since the beginning. And all well, the two that I had back then. You have way too many cats. <clears> now we have double the cats. Um, but yeah, I was like, well, people, people know me because of the, the cooking. I do Tasty Tuesday. I have cats and I like Eminem. And those are like the three things about me. So, I won't make M&M jewelry. Maybe we'll do cooking jewelry later, but let's do some cat jewelry. And so I kind of spitballed some ideas with them and we came up with um, a whole a whole line of like cat and crystal jewelry. So it incorporated the stones that I used to make and the jewelry that I used to hand make and the cats that are very, so it was very much a part of me. Like I very much felt like this was an extension of me. And then I even got to help design the packaging, but they did every, like they manufactured it. So I had, I don't know how they did it. They had factories that they had relationships with and they would send the designs. They would make them in a computer program, a software program. They send them to the factory. The factory then sends a sample, which they send to me. I then approve it. Then they go and make a bunch of them, like a select quantity. Usually it was like 100 to 150 of them. And then once we get all of the 150, then I would start promoting the launch of that line and then my job was just to like promote it. I had, we had a contract and we basically split the profit and uh, their job was to manufacture the ideas and my job was to promote it, which was easy for me because I created it. So it was easy to promote. Like a lot of times, you know, it's like someone will come, well, you want to promote this thing? No, I don't. I don't want to promote that thing usually but what do you say to people who are like okay well this isn't really how to start a jewelry line yeah, this yeah. is sort of like you, I'm getting you get there. to cut the line i'm getting there okay. because what happened was a year into this that company disappeared just straight up gone like we were in the middle of an of designing another launch i had approved the samples i was waiting on the samples and they just ghosted like they are gone gone they like don't exist. website gone yeah socials gone they used to have social media and this company had been around for like 20 years so I was not expecting this. I tried many times to get in contact. I had their the I had the phone number of uh, the people that ran it, um, and I tried to text them. I tried to email. No one was responding. Just 
flat out just disappeared, gone. And it was really sad because I really did like this jewelry line and I was so excited. I had so many ideas. I sent them so many ideas over because they were like, send us all your ideas. And I sent them so many ideas and, and I was very excited to like get the ball rolling. And now we're like a year into it. You know, I was like, I had my groove going. I felt like things were really going to ramp up. I had a lot of goals set about this and it's gone. And I'm like, shit, like, I don't know what to do now. Like I had this thing that I'd been promoting and now it's gone. And I didn't know. I So I just didn't say anything. I like, I didn't talk about it anymore. I just kind of let it go. Cause I, even though I wanted to keep going with it, I didn't know how to find another company like that. I had just zero clue on how to start my own line. Um, and I, of course I believe in the power of the information era and learning, but I, I didn't feel like, like I had the time to do that. I had a lot of other projects on my plate and a lot of different companies I was working for. And over the next year and a half, I had so many messages pour in all the time that were like, when is your jewelry line coming back? Like, I really like this fuck perfect necklace. I had a fuck perfect line. Um, oh yeah, there was cat jewelry. And then there's also, also this fuck perfect line. I'm actually wearing one of the bracelets from the original collection. Um, and uh, people were like, I missed it. And I've always regretted like not getting one on time. Like, when are you coming back with them? It's been so long. And people were constantly, constantly asking about the jewelry line. And I just would be like, I don't know. I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. Then a pandemic hits. 2020 last year and i was like gee now i have all this free time maybe i should figure out how to how to relaunch this jewelry line because i really liked it and uh and so i took the time to try to do some research and this is where i'm like okay if you're starting a business even if you don't know how the fuck to start you should know what what you want. Mm -hmm. So start with the end in mind. Like have an idea of like, okay, if you had it your way, like if you just had the ideal situation, like if the planets aligned for you, what would this business look like? Do you want it to be a big business? Do you want it to be a small business? What kind of product? Big, I want it to be big, huge. What kind of products do you want to put out? Global takeover. What kind of goods and services do you want it to? Do you want to be in charge hands-on of everything? Um, or do you want to kind of like hire people and split profits and, you know, maybe you don't take take as much money, but you don't have to do as much work either. Um, and so I first, I started there. I was like, okay. And I started making a list. So just make a list, like, so that you know everything that you want, so that you kind of have, you're making a roadmap for yourself basically to, um, to know like when you when you get there, because um, if you don't know where you're going, then you don't know when you when you got there. Uh, so I wanted to own it. Um, I wanted to make enough that we could uh, continue to expand. Like I could take the profits, put it back into the company, expand. Um, I wanted to have the experience. So uh, your business should solve a problem or fill a niche, like uh, either, you know, give someone, solve a problem that's that it, that currently exists or add to someone's life in some way, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so whatever that is, know why you're doing it too. So know what you want to do and then know, know why you want it. I think those two are more important than the how. A lot of people like really focus on like the how, 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 and they're, you know, reading business books and they're going to seminars or whatever, but they, but they don't know why they're doing it or how. And I was very clear about the why. The why was that I wanted to, I wanted jewelry that I would buy. And the reason that I buy jewelry is um, it, I feel like I, it expresses what, uh, like it's a form of expression. And I also really like uh, crystals and things that have meaning as reminders, like um, reminders throughout the day, like this means that, and this mm -hmm. means that. And I know, it brings I your mind to that place. Yeah, if you, if that's you, all it is. It brings your mind to that place. It brings your mind to that place. And if you tune into my channel long enough, you know I have this whole like color coding system by the day, where every day is a different color, and each color means something. So like today's a pink day, for example, and pink is associated with finances and success, and like mostly like money. So I use pink days to go over budget and money and expenses and stuff like that. And it just is a reminder, even if it doesn't 
bring you money if you wear pink. I don't. That's not why I do it. I do it because it reminds me to take care of that area of my life. And that's what I kind of wanted the the jewelry to symbolize. So um, limited quantities, uh, so that we don't get over ahead of ourselves. I didn't want to have just like a lot of inventory. I wanted to have them be limited limited campaigns and like. Each one, each thing means something. And with crystals in the crystal world, if you collect crystals, they say that the crystal chooses you. Like if you want to get woo woo with it, so that so if you walk in a crystal store, you're not supposed to know what any of the crystals mean. You just like go to the one that you're drawn to. And usually, if you go home and look up its meaning, it's something that you needed in your life at that point. And by the way, that is how they got Spencer and Heidi to spend like $300,000 on crystals. Do they have a lot of crystals? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I, I've never dealt into their life. I've before never dealt they, into their lives. Before they got financially pretty wrecked, I guess, because they were spending way more than they had <laughs> uh -huh. from the show money that, that ended up going away, they were like buying fucking gigantic rocks mm. um, from very nice, from very um, capable salespeople. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... To be honest, I didn't get into crystals because of the meaning. I had no idea that they even represented anything. No, I just love that I, I, the fifteen dollar crystals didn't speak to them. The the eighty thousand dollar ones. No, only. but that's what I'm trying to say is that I originally bought them because they're gorgeous, and if I could have afforded like a huge geode for sure crystal, they're like beautiful, I fucking would have because I think they're so pretty, and I can't believe that they grow out of the earth. That's why I think salt lamps are sick. Yeah, we they're have so one. So sick looking. Yeah. yeah. And so I had collected crystals since I was a kid. I didn't even know that half of the things I was collecting were even considered crystals. I thought they were just tumbled rocks. You know, I would ask for pretty rocks for Christmas when I was a kid because we would go in the nature store and I would like just play with the, the shiny rocks all the it time. Was really cool. I fucking loved yeah, them. Me too. I would have dreams about someone gifting me like a, a box full of tumbled rocks. That's cute. I just liked them so much and I never knew why. I just never. I, I like just how thought they, they were, were kind of opaque sometimes. Yeah, like, you like could there's shine different ones. Them and stuff. I yeah. love that shit. So, as I learned more about crystals, I thought it was more fascinating just to have that there's actual like meaning connected to it culturally. Like in different cultures, they celebrated different meanings of these rocks that grew out of the earth. I thought that's so cool. And when they say that the crystal chooses you, um, I felt like, okay, having it be limited time, it really can only go to the people it's meant to go to. So if you miss out on that particular crystal, it never comes back again. It's just meant to go to whoever got it at that time. So I liked that idea moving forward with it. And then um, and then the fuck perfect is because I'm a recovering perfectionist and I get hella anxiety. I always want to do a good job and I feel like I'm never doing a good enough job. And I go to bed even after a day where I'm like, I got everything done. I still go to bed being like, I didn't crush it. Like, there's no way I did a good enough job. Yeah. I, tomorrow, I'm going to try to do a better job. Oh, I'm very familiar <laughs> with this. And, and it's, it's, it's not a fun life because even though other people will be like, wow, you're so good at this. You're or good you, at you it. You're doing it. You never they get don't, to. You don't, don't don't get to you don't get to reap the benefits yeah. of that because you yourself feel like you suck at everything. Mm -hmm. And so I've tried for the past handful of years to really combat this perfectionism. Um, I do exercises in my bullet journal, which I vlog about on my vlog channel, which is just like to get me out of my head. Like, it's OK to fuck up. It's OK to mess up. You're allowed like, in fact, go try and mess up. Exactly. Go fail as much as you can. I love that. And so when I the fuck perfect collection was exactly to address that. And I had originally had these bracelets um, that I ordered off of Etsy that just had a, it was just a simple bracelet that had fuck perfect engraved in it for my bridesmaids because brides can send a stress out about their wedding. It's like this, this big day and everyone's making a big deal about it. And all your relatives are like putting a lot of pressure on you. And not all your relatives, mine did not show up. Yes, if the relatives that show up. Yeah, the ones that show up, I think. Yeah, and and I didn't actually have a lot of expectations because I'd never been to a wedding in my adult life uh, before my own. But I still was like, I still want to do a good job, you know? And people were like, you know, it's never going to go exactly as planned. So I bought those bracelets, like, fuck perfect. Like, no matter what, we're going to have a good time. And I just had all my bridesmaids go into it with that in mind. Like, I don't care what happens today. Let's just fucking have fun. This is about love and it's about spending time with people that we love. And I shared that on uh, the channel on our wedding video and people really liked that. Uh, like the people were asking me where I got these bracelets, where I got them. And I was like, you know what? That would be a perfect line. So that was 
what that meant. And so all of the pieces, I really put a lot of thought into just like something that I would want to buy and something that's an extension of myself. Um, and if you, you know, people that have messaged me on my channel over the years, just a reflection of the things that they're saying that they got out of the channel. And, um, and I really like that. I also didn't want you to just buy a jewelry piece. I wanted you like when you get it in the mail to feel like you got a gift because <laughs> I order a fuck ton of stuff off the internet. And I always talk about how the mailman gives me gifts because I like it to feel that way. I like it to feel like I got a gift in the mail. Not like I just like had to order batteries from Amazon. I like that it's like, oh, I was gifted batteries. Like it came in the mail. <laughs> if <laughs> only know? they made the battery opening experience I better. Know. Instead of having to use your teeth and fucking like exactly. a jackhammer. Isn't that, so I should come out with batteries next. You should come out with batteries. You have a much better packaging experience, I find. So the packaging was really important to me. So I was writing down this list like, I want the packaging to be an experience. I want the logo to fully like have the vibe. I had a very clear idea of what the vibe is. And I wanted the Instagram page to reflect that as well. Cause the first time around, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, oh, I'm supposed to promote this. And like, I just threw, threw random pictures up there and didn't have like a vibe. And I really just, you know, wanted that. And so for me, I knew that my strengths were over the years developing like a, an eye for like a, like a consistent theme. And like, um, cause I'd, I'd done the home page on uh, the like house decorating page on Instagram. And I'm like, Oh, I like how there's like a consistency, you know? And so I brought that to the table this time. I knew a graphic designer that could design the logo this time. I, uh, I knew that I didn't know how to manufacture. That was like the only thing I was like, okay, I know what I want to put out. I know why I'm putting it out, but I just don't know how. And that's, I think the point that people come to. And that's why that question was asked in the Patreon. And so we're going to go on a break and then I'm going to tell you what I personally did for the, how it might be completely different for you. Stay tuned and, and play best fiends and buy whatever we tell you to buy. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to, like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, 
that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> okay, so the how. So you have all your things. Um, I guess I didn't talk about how, like, the. gosh, there's so much for business that I forget that you collect along the way. So we have an, we have an escort mm-hmm. that we, like, you know, for, for YouTube and all the things that we do. And, um, and if you are starting a business, you should like think about taxes too, because otherwise you're gonna get really screwed. Um, so I would, you know, have a bookkeeping team. I think these are things that people don't consider when they're first like, oh, a business. Okay, have a bookkeeping team and um, like figure out what kind of business you want. Do you want to be an individual, con- an independent contractor? Do you want to have a corporation? You, there's pros and cons to both, but you, like you can talk to somebody about all that. So, so yeah, taxes are really important. Um, but then also like the legal side of things, basically know all the elements before you start. And then you can put like these pieces together like a puzzle. So what I wanted to do was um, find a manufacturer because that was the one piece of the puzzle that was missing. I have uh, the bookkeeping team in place. I had the legal in place. I had all of the ideas in place, but I didn't have the manufacturer. <laughs> so I went on Google. Like that's really how simple like it was to start. And I had built it up in my mind because, and I think this was the reason why I put it off so long too, is that I built it up in my mind. Like I'm, I don't know where, how, where to start and it's very intimidating. Um, I had a friend that put out her own uh, line of products but she like flew to china and like found her factory and like did all this stuff and i was like i can't fly to china this was pre-pandemic i was like i can't fly to china like especially in a pandemic i couldn't so i just started cold calling like i found i just typed in jewelry manufacturers and then i found a list of jewelry manufacturers and then i checked out their websites and there were a couple different options for me um, one was that, uh, I could, I could, uh, go directly to like a local jeweler and give them a, a sketch or a rough idea of what my creative design was. And then they could work on making a mold of that. And then they charge you by the piece. So like, um, $10 a piece for this, this necklace, like a, like a prototype. Um, no, no, no. The mold would cost like a hundred bucks, mm. but the the like the pieces themselves, like you would buy them in bulk. So if I wanted a hundred of them, it's like a thousand dollars. Got it. You give me a hundred pieces, then I turn around and I would sell them for retail value. So and that's that's not including packaging, right? Like they're just giving no, me the pieces. That's just the pieces. Okay. So I was like, okay, that's one route. But then I have to do all the shipping, all the customer service. I have to run everything. Returns, all uh, that kind of shit. Yeah, the profit margin would be bigger, but my workload would also reflect that and mm-hmm. i was like okay no i don't want that i really just want the same exact deal that i had with that other company um minus a few things and and then uh i wanted to um find someone that that could fulfill all the things that i couldn't do mm. um and then i would work really hard on the on the other stuff um so uh i i was checking out a few companies that um that had similar jewelry to the types that I put out before. And one in particular stood out because they had a, a their webpage for their jewelry, uh, their jewelry company, but then they also had these tabs of different lines that they started. And one of the lines was like for this um, this one woman designer who was making pieces for women and each piece had a message and i was like oh that's a similar type of thing completely different style of jewelry but similar in the way that they were doing it Um, where she had like a same same why she had a why for what she wanted to empower women so hers were very like um a live laugh love type of jewelry (laughs) (laughs) you know which is it feels it fills that niche you know you should know like the type of people that you want to 
Uh, that's another thing, I guess, like I'm just going all backwards, but like the type of people that you are imagining buying the jewelry um, so that you can really like be eye to eye with what, what they want and how they, you would fulfill that experience. And so but um, first coffee people. Yes. Yeah. My yeah. favorite. Live, laugh, love, but first coffee. Yeah. For me, it's but What's first. What's the Wi-Fi? For me, it's by but first kittens and then coffee. There you go. Yeah. True. And then husbands? No. Do we get a line? No. <laughs> okay, cool. We're in line <laughs> no. for the line. They'll get the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the back of the line for the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Laugh track. Mark, hit the laugh track. Hit the laugh track. Thank you. Um, so, so yeah, I call, I cold called around and, um, there was one, that one particular company I really, I really liked. And, um, I talked to the owner or the, he was the vice president of that company and we had a really nice conversation and, and you're, he, like, you're like, I demand to talk to the president of the company. Yeah, I was like, can you forward me to the president? <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm on hold for the president. I need to speak to your manager. No, he was awesome. And, um, he, uh, he had talked about how he was actually looking for influencers to work with. Cause, Cause that's the way I led. I was like, okay, my strength is not that I've had experience in jewelry making at all, but that I do influencer marketing. Yep. I, you know, I work with a lot of brands, a lot of big name brands who pay to, prom for me to promote their products, but this would be, we're promoting our own products. So I'll do that at the promotion part in the deal form. Not to name drop too hard, but Natty Ice Sours, <laughs> for example. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is one. Thank you. Um, so they actually didn't. They just sent free products. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I didn't. I didn't she really. Was but um, yeah. So so I was asking him if he'd ever worked with influencers before or done influencer marketing, and um, he said that he had just gotten introduced to the concept because his daughter is in her twenties and she follows a lot of influencers and buys products from. Uh, influencer marketing um and that he hadn't even really shopped online before the pandemic but then now in the middle of a pan pandemic he doesn't think he's going to go back to shopping not online and he thinks a lot of people in his generation that were previously opposed to it are now converted over and so he's like yeah i'm really interested in getting more into digital marketing and all this stuff and so I was talking to him about how the previous company I worked with operated and kind of what our template was. And it was kind of like a plug and play type of situation. Um, and he was like, yeah, that sounds good. I can send you over numbers of like what our base price would be. And so we we had a quite a few meetings about numbers and logistics and what everyone's roles would be. And then I had my lawyer put together a contract based on what we had talked about and then uh he signed it i signed it and then we were like all right let's do this thing so did you ever say like hey well i guess we're adulting now <laughs> no I, di I didn't say that okay. i did not okay but that's a, a great idea for a mm. line that i i know a person that has a line like that uh, i've heard of that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so right. i'll pass it along cool thanks um so in the beginning um of the year he actually went and started his own business so now he is the president of his company and his family has been in jewelry for a like a long ass time and they actually live in a city um where this whole city specializes in jewelry making what yeah what it's in rhode island yeah they're what? like yeah i read a whole blurb on it on how they're like the jewelry capital like how of pittsburgh has steel town because yeah. everyone there like you know there's steel workers but then there's jewelry maker yeah. jewelry maker land yeah there's jewelry maker land absurd yeah and so uh yeah he he started uh his own company at the beginning of this year and so when we got together at the beginning of this year it was like it was like we were kind of trusting each other like this is the first time i've done this this is the first time you've done this let's let's make it happen and yeah. so i felt a lot of motiv motivation from them i just really connected to them um, you, shout out you to that. Said that the whole time. Yeah, so Imperial, Imperial dream Designs partners, uh, especially are. compared to your former partners. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> like to talk poorly about anybody, but no. I, I don't like to be ghosted. So that's well, that's yeah. a big thing. They didn't even say anything at the yeah. end. Yeah, and it was it was poor communication the whole time. But yeah. Anyway, um, so I had my lawyer put together a contract. You want everything to be in writing when you are partnering up with people. You don't want there to be any muddy areas. I, I have started a business before where we did not put things in writing at first at the request of one of the people involved. And 
uh, it did not go well. It was a disaster. It, it, it rarely ever does go well if you do not put things in writing. So highly, highly, highly recommend you spend the money to have a lawyer put together a contract an agreement that everybody signs. And so everyone is on the same page. It's in writing. It's legal. Nobody has any leeway to finagle the rules. Okay. Yeah. Very or dick important. you over on equity, which is big too. Yeah, exactly. So all the, all the details will be ironed out in yeah. this, this agreement. So you'll know exactly how much the profit sharing is, how the money will work, how, how the, um, how the different jobs will work, everyone's role. And then I, so I would do the creative and then they would do the fulfillment and they handle all of the customer service. They do the website, but I help design the website and, um, and I do all the, I like approve things and, um, do all the marketing. So I hired the graphic designer to do the logo. I, um, have the, I had to buy the domain name, like all of the stuff that got configured ahead of time. And then, um, I sent specific packaging requests. Like I wanted the packaging to be a very specific way and they've found a factory to do it that way. And so they are very well connected to all of the things that I didn't know how to connect to, which is exactly what I was looking for. It was just this third party that has the connections and then I'll, I'll do the creative. And um, it's been working out really, really well. And they're um, very, they have a lot of communication and um we go back and forth and but this since it's so new for both of us the hardest part is like not being able to know what like what to do if something goes wrong you know yeah 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 and so i worry about it but i also started with the fuck perfect campaign for that specific reason that it's like okay yeah like i don't know what i'm doing per se i know i have an idea a strong idea of what i'm doing and i'm going to constantly put action towards getting it there but i don't know all the little things that could go wrong and i think those are the things that you find out through experience but it's funny because as you're doing it while being a person who doesn't know what you're doing you you actually seem like you know what the fuck you're doing i i feel like i have a good grasp yeah. from previously working you know i've started a few businesses because you failed a couple times yeah and i failed a couple times and i learned each time and yeah. and for me, I don't, I'm not scared of failure as long as we're learning each time. As long as you learn from it, then it's a chance to grow and to do it better yeah. next time. And and how do you improve if you don't make any mistakes? Exactly. You don't, you can literally, if you're perfect already, you can literally not improve. Yep. So I, I embrace that, but it's scary because it's like, oh, it's like a little baby. And I didn't start it to make money. I was just like, this is a passion project and i this it'll be this will be an opportunity to learn just like i felt about this house when i was decorating it and painting it crazy colors i was like you know what this was never going to be our forever home mm -hmm. so if i mess something up it's okay it's like a practice home and so with this jewelry line it's been like very much a baby and i'm and i've put a lot of thought into every little detail of it but you know there's still things that like if um for example um in the first run uh, with the other company um, people's fuck perfect necklaces were breaking in half. And right. I was like, oh no, like I'm literally, I have no control over that. Yeah. You know, I tried to make it as thick, like as thick as possible, I but that. I remember the first two samples I got, they broke on me yep. and I made sure that they made them thicker. Mm -hmm. So, and then the third one they sent didn't break and yep. I was, you know, putting it through the ringer and it didn't break on me, but then it broke on other people and it's like, oh, it feels bad because I feel personal connection to the things that I'm putting out. It's you. And uh, similarly, the the so I made sure everything was like really good this launch, but the fuck perfect rings broke this time, and at this and mine didn't break, and so I had no idea that could even happen because I approved four different samples yeah. and none of them broke. But then people's were breaking, and I it feels like oh no, like I feel like a, oh, I want I don't want to disappoint anyone. Yeah. So um so then we go back and we're correcting that we're making them stronger and you know it is a learning curve but each time I feel like even with the pictures you know um I hired the photographers so cuz I'm in charge of all of the creative part of it so I hired the photographers and um it was a learning curve cuz they didn't shoot um jewelry before they were more of lifestyle photographers right. so like full body yeah. fashion you know they they know how to angle bodies but not really like capture product. So we took like an hour or two, like really trying to get jewelry photography down. And that was, it's each time it's so interesting. Cause I'm like 
learning new things. And I think that's what I love about it is just like not knowing mm-hmm. and then l- slowly learning and picking up these. What's your favorite these, thing to do is learning. It's so, it's, my favorite thing Come to on. do is and play learning. poker. And then having it ha- and then adapting, you yeah. know? Well, in poker, uh, it's more. learning. I'm more. Too, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, okay, that hand went poorly. What could have I have done better? What can I do next time in this spot? No, that's not why. You just like to gamble. Right. I just think yeah. of it as a slot machine. That's correct. Hopefully my cards win. That's correct. Um, no. So, yeah, the photography was a, a learning curve too, but each element of it has been really fun to try to put together. It really has been like a puzzle of finding the right people and then people that get the vibe too, especially that was really important to me. I really wanted the photographer I was working with to get the vibe. It happened to be my friend Jess Lazama at first. Shout out to Jess. Yep, what? Yep. She's but amazing. I knew she's not a she's not like a full time photographer. She has her own shit going on. So I paid her uh, to do the photography um, the same rate that I would pay like a professional photographer because I like working with her and I knew she would get the vibe. No yeah, matter yeah, what, yeah, I knew yeah. she would nail the vibe. Yeah, and she, she did and she has been. Um, recently on this last campaign, she was busy. So I had to hire a new photographer and I was so scared that he wouldn't get he wouldn't get yeah, it. Yeah, wouldn't but be comfortable. But he also crushed it. Yeah, yeah. He's, shout out to Vincent. What? Um, so you can see both of those, but you can see an evolution even in the photography and even in the way things are going. And even with that, like I know I want to start incorporating reels online and i just got um i just got to be able to tag products on instagram that took fucking five months because i couldn't get it to work like there was like an error and then i was on the phone with facebook forever like they did it we did a whole zoom meeting they're like oh it must be a glitch in our system we'll get back to you and they never got back to me and it was just so much back and forth with trying to get approved to to tag products and then you can't make uh, Facebook ads if you don't get approved for, for product tagging. And then at one point it said I was approved, but it wouldn't still wouldn't let me. It was just a whole thing. But it's so even though it was super frustrating, the breaking through it like felt so good because it felt earned. It felt like, dude, I worked really fucking hard <laughs> yeah. to get this tagging feature. Um, and so now I think like I'm going to learn more about um, how Facebook marketing works, how targeted ads work. I don't know anything about that at all. But just like anything else, I, I watch videos on it. When I don't know how to do something, I watch videos on it, in-depth tutorials. Mm-hmm. And I, I read books like so, so many books. I bought a lot of books on it. Um, I don't know much of the information. So then it's it's a combination of watching tutorials, reading articles and books, and then trying it like just trying it and praying and then seeing what goes wrong and then trying to adapt from there yeah and that's like really all it is every time what do you say to people who are like okay i understand that like you had like an audience already to sell to Mm -hmm. i want to start a jewelry line and i don't have anybody Right. So that's what I was saying where you everyone's going to start from a different place and your route might look completely different than mine. My strength was having an audience. Yeah. But what would you Um, say? I know I'm getting there. Um, So I would say start with what your strength is. So maybe your strength is in, um, I don't know, graphic design or maybe your strength. Maybe you're already a, a manufacturer and you need to hire the marketing team. So you own the business and you hire out the things that you don't know how to do. So I'm looking at creative, um, creative marketing, digital marketing, uh, to fulfill this part that I don't know how to do yet. Maybe if I learn it, then I won't need them anymore. Um, or maybe I'm like, oh, actually they make my life so much easier. I'll just keep having them do it. Um, but you, you can't do it all. I mean, you can do it all, but you're going to get very tired. Um, and that's fine. I mean, maybe you're the type of person that's like, well, I'm just, uh, like I have to do it myself. Yeah. And I, I was that way for many, many, many years of like feeling like I if I don't do it, then it's not going to get done right. Because I actually didn't know this until like yesterday. Yeah. Um, but our buddy Anthony Lee, he's launching like a shoe with Nike right now. That's so cool. Called Air Sesh, which is pretty cool. Um, but he was saying that when Nike was getting started, like it was just like this like couple guys and they would go to uh, like track meets. Yeah. And they were selling Nike shoes out of a van to athletes. And it's going like, hey, try ours out. Yeah. See what you think of this shit. And like that's exactly that's like you know they didn't they didn't have um, a, an audience already. Yeah. They just had a brand that they designed. That they believed it. And they believed it. And then they just t- took it on the road, put it in a van, and just tried and just sold it direct to the to the 
consumer. Yeah. So when I was making the jewelry by hand, so I felt before I had an audience, I was just making jewelry and I felt like that was my strength was the actual making jewelry part. I was going to stockpile a bunch of jewelry and then sell it at a, at a farmer's market. And then, and then I was going to try to network with like little like um, shops, like little boutique art, artist shops and try to like sell them a bulk quantity that they could sell in their store and like kind of develop relationships that way. Um, I also, I started an Etsy at one point. Oh, I made stickers a couple of years ago and I didn't want that to become a full blown business, yeah. but I just like, I, I did want to share it with some people were, were requesting it. So I just started an Etsy and, and had, you know, yeah, you sold, sold the stickers there. And I think that if you can just master a few things or if you not even master, but if you could just pick up a few more skills, like whether it's, uh, networking in your local community and selling your items to different st shops and stores or developing relationships where they where they're producing um, items for you uh, or you're the producer and you're just looking for someone to market it um, or if you go and online and you learn how to do digital sales or learn SEO like marketing like um, website design maybe you can design a dope website you know there's people that don't even ever come into contact with product and they do drop shipping mm -hmm. and that's a whole other arena I, I had been researching that for a while yeah. but um, you know if you're into something like that like some people pick up that more so than other things like it's you know, it's where, yeah, it's where your brain is oriented. And for me, like the creative part came easier than the sourcing part. Sourcing for me feels like a, a headache, <laughs> a chaotic nightmare. Yeah. So I would rather partner with a company that has al already has all these sources. And that's what the company that I'm partnered with does. But maybe you're somebody that loves to go source things. Maybe you're like a networker type of person. You're just you kill it at making relationships then you're, you can find those things very easily and you could be that person. You could even be the third party that you find the, the creative person and you find the source and you just collect like intermittent profit from exchanging goods between these people. Exactly. Yeah, so... And it applies to everything because like, you know, me and you talk about all the time, strengths and weaknesses wise, we both wish that one of us, our strengths was like, being a line producer <laughs> yeah something like that you know what i mean like because then you know we have all these, all these like sketch ideas or creative ideas but then the execution of them is such a pain in the ass yeah two creatives getting together that are more creative than linear thinking yeah. is like it's like it's okay. really hard to get things the follow-through is have hard to hire out yeah it really helps to have a producer even just like with with this show like having to do it at home has made it so much harder because oh, we're both just like in our own creative zones and we used to just like go to a studio and um there was like a whole production team and then we leave the studio and don't think about it but now it's like we have to set everything up yeah. and then we have to after, remember to hit record after, i've forgotten to hit in this episode i forgot to hit record in the beginning this i filmed so like much. 10 minutes it happened so much more than you guys know we've done an hour well, almost an hour before. we've done yeah. a half hour before we've done like almost a full episode yeah of um it not being recorded and we always swear it's better but it's really fine but we're always like it was so much better first. i swear it was better first yeah because yeah, yeah. it's more organic yeah um but yeah so uh two creatives is yeah we don't have different strengths and weaknesses which is yep. a weakness in itself Yep, correct um but at least we know that and so yeah, we, we know the, the most efficient way to do things is to hire our production team we still have mark editing mm -hmm. and because uh, i don't know how to edit um the audio for no. podcasts no. i'm so dumb at this stuff like, and there's a theory about mark by the way i what? don't know if you know this what's the theory kind of like james bond there's a theory that um all the james bonds are not the same guy and this mi6 has 007 <laughs> they call him james bond oh like paul mccartney mark is potentially there's a big theory about it what different people and then we just call him mark every time it's a great theory it's a theory did he die in 1966 a in a car crash? I'm not going to say if he did or didn't. You know, there are people that believe in multiple Paul McCartney's. There are people that believe in multiple Marks. Multiple John. Um, multiple Lennons, Lennons, I believe in more than, yeah. than Paul because he looked different, much more different than Paul ever looked in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so there's a whole business that you could start. Nobody on replaced Ringo. That's Ringo. That's just, I think That's he's Ringo. actually the ring leader. That's what that name means. No, he's not. He was yeah. just the drummer. He's the ringleader, the Ringo leader. Nah, he was just the drummer. 
yeah. So um, back to this, uh, I I think that um, yeah, having a solid team really helps and especially if you're going to expand your business you got to look in the future that's why i said like start with the end in mind because a lot of people they get started and they're just like doing everything themselves and then they don't know how to scale because you don't you cannot physically work more hours and you cannot physically produce more goods and your goods and time and money is all intrinsically connected because you're the one doing all of it so you can't expand and um and so having a good team and people that know what they're doing and having everything protected in writing, um, that, that enables you to have room for growth. So right now we're currently like exploring, uh, accessories and possibly journals, spoilers, um, just different things because I, I want it to reflect like, you know, a certain like lifestyle, like not just jewelry, but also in life. If I had it my way in the end, there'd be a whole line of home decor too. But agreed. right now we're with jewelry. I had the same question for Anthony yesterday who's yeah. launching a shoe with Nike, which is yes. crazy. And it's for dancers only, I guess. It's like a dancer shoe. Oh, okay. Um, but but there is a point in the process where you have to step away from the thing that you're making and go, okay, it's finally done. Yeah. What makes you go like, okay, this is finally the, the last iteration of this. It's ready. Because there's so much pressure in it when it's yeah. such a personal thing and it's yours. Mm-hmm. I can tell you... I'm never happy. Like I, I don't ever really feel a like this is done thing um, with anything I do, ever. Mm-hmm. And it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because you're always trying to improve, but it's a curse because you never think anything's like ready or done. Um, and so that fuck perfect message really does resonate hard with me every single time. Um, and so what I've, what I've incorporated into my line of thinking is I get something I'm like I feel like it could be better this 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 and this way and if it's a long list then maybe I'll ask for some adjustments but if it's just like one or two things I'll ask a third person or ask a you know second opinion um to to, without giving them any of my opinions yet just a non-biased like what do you think about this would you change anything is there any way it could be better and and see what they think and if they're gushing about it, then I'm like, all right, I'll get a third opinion. And if the third p- person's also gushing, I'm like, all right, it's just me that sees these little things then. Um, but if they're like, if they're not excited when they see it, if they get it and they're like, uh, yeah, I, I like the, where you're going, but maybe it could be this. Then I'm like, okay, it needs to, it needs more work because I want people to be excited. And even though my initial idea is excitement, you know, sometimes you have a, too specific of an idea in mind of what you need at the end and there needs to be a little bit of room and this is true with like anything creative even when i'm doing you know paintings in my journal um there needs to be this little bit of room for the unknown because you don't because if you don't leave that room then you don't know if something better could come out of it and i feel like most of the time when i let go of this like solid hard idea of what i need to be the finished outcome um and when i let that go usually the outcome is better than i mean it ends up being a a creative mesh of both my idea and the person that helped me fulfill it and it's better and the husband that helped you approve it who's like yeah it looks really good i think that yes you know that's pretty tight he has an eye for detail see what i'm saying unless he's going almond milk shopping all right mark we're gonna cut that he will always get vanilla we're going to cut that mark. And you're like, I just want unsweetened plain, please. And he's like, dude, I got it this time. And he will bring back sweetened vanilla every time. Mark, even though you're just an idea, please cut that. <laughs> even Thank though you. you're just an idea in our brains. Mark's not even real. He's not. <laughs> I don't like That's this conspiracy. Theory. I don't like, fan theory. I don't it's like a fan, it. It's interesting fan theory. It angers me. Oh. Because Mark is so real. Oh, he's, he's real to us, you know? I need everyone to believe this. Uh-huh. We'll see. I, I think a lot of truth. people call him BS. They've been calling him BS for a long time on the no. whole market. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. Are there any questions that I left out? I feel like... Uh, no, I do want to say, though, yeah. I really am a big fan of the the symbol that you made. Because oh, you, you made you. that and you patented it. Yes. Not patented. A trademark. Trademark. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the logo. Thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. So, that was a whole new arena that I had never delved into before. But um, 
it's called kittens. You sat there every day. I, I watched you yeah. on a little on a little, on a little pad mm-hmm. and she's like writing out for like a month. This logo, adjusting it for a month. And then she was using an artist too, going back and forth with that guy. Yeah. And like it was like like re- she took it so seriously. I was like, God damn. Even to the point of like I he had it kind of tilted at first, yeah, exactly. in my opinion. And I needed him to rotate it a little bit. And he didn't rotate it enough. And I had to go back and have him rotate it a little bit more, just like a smidgen more. And like mm-hmm. until it was the correct rotation, and then I didn't think the font was the right size, and like it went, yeah, it was very, very much that. In fact, I would, I would, I would tell you, you should hire a company to do a brand book for you. Um, I've I've been reading a lot about this, but just to have consistency from the beginning, to know the vibe from the beginning, have a comp hire a company. I don't remember what they're called, like a creative. I wrote it down, but like they. They basically put together your brand yep. where they you they you pick out colors, you pick out the font, and you have consistency across all platforms. So all if there's like a banner yep. or like you you're sponsoring a, a, some event later down the line, it's the way it has to be. Like this is the font that we use. This we use this exact color, and I didn't do that, but I was very particular on how I wanted everything. Yeah, you know, maybe next time I'll get specific colors and everything. But um, yeah, this particular logo is an ampersand so it's kittens and coffee but it's a kittens ampersand coffee and the ampersand is a cat that looks like it's in a coffee mug which is really cool actually i really like it thank you i'm a big fan of it actually and so on oh, this necklace has not come out yet spoilers sneak peek if you're on youtube um but well, it's get a, it out from behind the a, mic pal it's a pearl necklace <laughs> uh and it <laughs> And it has the track mark. has a gold our gold ampersand logo in it, and so that's kind of what I mean. Like I have, I'll pull ideas, um, you know, from what's trendy and things that I would wear and things that have meaning to me and things that I like and how I would want to express myself, and then I make it more personal. So my um, adding this logo and having they had to actually the jewelry manufacturing company I work with made created the mold based off of the logo and. Um, this is on all of our boxes too. And I had to get it trademarked and getting something trademarked is, is kind of confusing. It's really confusing actually, because you have to search this database, but then not everybody's registered in the database. So even if they have it trademarked, they they have to pay to be in that database. So you might not know even then. Crazy. And then like the people, it's a whole racket. Like they, they make money being the legal team that can search everywhere to make sure it's not trademarked already and you have to pay them a certain amount of money and then like then you have to follow up with it yourself so like they'll be like okay it's gonna take three months and you have to follow up with it to find out any work by the way you're paying us and then we're gonna fuck off if you hire someone to follow up with it then you can find out if you actually got it trademarked but yeah it's a whole process and then you even still might not get a trademark and you even still might need to follow up and be like hey have you approved this yet in summation obviously there's so much more to all this than you could even say in an hour podcast and i think that what i want to get across is it could be as complicated or as simple as you want it to be but i genuinely have been having fun figuring out each little component of the puzzle and i think that's what i really like about this is that it's not just the jewelry part to me. It's every aspect of what goes into putting out a, a line or a business or starting something from scratch. And um, I like it. I like find, figuring out all these little details because it helps me like the next time if I want to start something, I'll now have this resource of things that I've picked up from this company that I can bring to the next one even though I want to just continue expanding this one, but Love you know, it. I will have that yeah. resource. And so I urge you to use Google or your, uh, your search engine of choice, maybe DuckDuckGo for you, maybe you know, something else like Dude, that. I, I got a little pitch for you. Yeah. Fuck perfect neon signs. Well, when we get into the home decor section, you dig? Maybe we'll maybe we'll go there. Yeah. Hot pink neon. Let's go. I actually really hot, like that idea. Hot yellow. <laughs> I like the pink. Hot brown. What? Now it, you're just you getting hot brown. No. It's pretty hot. You're getting cuckoo. All right. Okay. Well, we gotta go, guys. Okay. That's well, time thanks we for, for listening. Today. I hope that that wasn't too rambly. I feel like was that scattered at all? I feel like it was scattered. No, it was. Well, dude, businesses are scattered, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't that it was scattered. It I'm was trying just trying to explain how it happened. It's all in your head, and you had to get it out. Yeah, there it is. Put the pieces together. But yeah, yeah. start with what you know, and then 
Go research and watch tutorials and, and find people that know the things that you don't know. It's a survival it's a survivor puzzle. And don't be scared. Every time you go and you try it and it doesn't work out, you learn something. Nikki wins individual immunity. Jeff, I've never, I've dreamed about this moment all my life. Uh, I've, I, I can't believe this is happening. Nikki, we're going to medically evacuate, evacuate you. Yes, I get to go to an excursion. I <laughs> literally, I, if, if I was ever on Survivor, I'd be the most complaining of Survivor. Yes, you would. And I would be so stoked to be voted off so I could go on excursions on the island. And this video is why you'll never get on Survivor. I heard that pe they get to go on excursions. Like, if you're yeah, if you're you not on the jury, don't make it to the jury. No, 39 days of vacation. No. Yeah. If you get voted off before the jury, yep. you can go on excursions. That's free. Just a little hack out there. A little hack. Get on Survivor. Get voted out first. Yes. Everyone's all sad. Boo-hoo. I'd be like, vacation. get me coffee and get me the fuck out. Daily buffet, by the way. Yes. Because those islands look gorgeous, but then mm -hmm. surviving on them? No, no. no, 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 no I don't want to do that no, shit. No, I don't want to no. get bit by bugs. Dude, we watched one yesterday where a girl had a bug in her ear for <laughs> all night and it was sucking blood out of her brains. Nah, I'd be ziplining after getting voted out first. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Thanks. I'm so good. Zip lining into the mimosa hut. Although I'd just be floating in the ocean. Let's be real. That's true. Oh, I also have a rule. We can't watch Survivor unless there's pretty water. There That's were a couple true. there were a couple seasons that didn't couple have pretty seasons, water. If it has muddy water, we can't watch I it. I had to skip it. It's a fact. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Okay. Please check us out on Patreon too if you want to check out Crypto and Corner. Check out my jewelry line. All right. We love you guys. Kittens and coffee. Bye bye. Bye bye. Liberty's leave policy was tremendous. Having the ability to take 16 weeks off, fully paid to bond with my child was an incredible experience. At Liberty Mutual, you can find a career that supports you at every step, even baby steps. We offer up to 16 weeks parental leave for new moms and dads. And because not everyone's pathway to parenthood looks the same, we offer robust fertility, surrogacy, and adoption benefits too. Learn more at libertymutualcareers.com and pursue your tomorrow today.